Good evening. You are listening to Ross FM 94.6. I'm your host, Kira Lawless, and this is the show Inspired Lives, live every Thursday between 5 and 6 p.m. And joined on the, and being joined on the line by Brigitte O'Reilly. Can you hear me, Brigitte? I can, yes. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So tell everybody actually where we're dialing you in from. I am from, well, right now, Cape Town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is it. You're over in Cape Town. Tell us, what's the weather like over there? Are you dealing with the cold climate or is it lovely and lovely and warm? So at the moment, it's beautiful. It's lovely and warm, but Cape Town is known for its wind. So right now, it's so windy. Like, you can barely even walk outside because it's very windy. But it's also very beautiful, but windy wow <laughs> right now and i got so odd rain be like over there is it, it does it rain much or no it hasn't rained i think it rained once at night time when i when i've been here so i've not really seen it but it has not i've been there a month now so it's totally totally different actually to ireland and england and isn't it no rain. <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah, but the, 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 the sea is freezing though really it's freezing it's baltic like you would think that you're in in ireland Really? It's so cold. I'm surprised, yeah. Arthur, even though it's so, so warm, it's cold. Yes. It's because of the sea, the sea that's down here. I don't know exactly what it is. Atlantic, but the South Atlantic, or, I don't know. But yeah, it's, um, it is Baltic. But when you get out, it's warm. So, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that helps, actually. Yeah, that definitely. Well, that definitely helps. Well, well, this is it. That definitely, definitely helps. And I'm so excited to tell, um, to talk to you, I suppose, this evening because, um, again, you have another fascinating career. And what I love as well is it's so much about um, embodiment and everything. But for everyone listening in, just tell us, I suppose, your journey to this far, um, how you got onto this path, and how has that been like for you? Yeah. So yeah, it's been a journey. 100%. Um, so I got into this about three years ago. Uh, it was during COVID. Yeah. So I used to work on a cruise ship um, as a professional dancer, actually, uh, right before COVID. So I was actually, how funny is that? I was in South Africa at the time. And we were traveling kind of around uh, the South African seas of different places around there. And I really was kind of like, I'm not very... <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I was like, mm, I, <sighs> yeah, I wasn't like, but I didn't feel like I was in myself. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I was working as a dancer and I was like, I don't feel like I, this is not what I meant to do. And then yes. COVID hit and I feel like it gave a lot of us this opportunity to kind of reassess slow down you know um, I totally agree with you there and I kinda, yeah that's what I did I, I slowed down and I started getting because I've always been really interested in health and I just said you know I'm going to start somewhere I was like I don't really know what it is I want to do I don't know where I'm going but I know I'm interested in health so I signed up to this health coaching course not really even knowing what a health coach was I was just like well I have some savings this holistic way of living to mindset to I started getting into the law of attraction um, I started thinking about maybe I could set up a business like maybe this is, this is something that I could do yeah you know um, and everything evolved from there really uh, I had this 
beautiful spiritual awakening. I started going deeper and deeper and deeper into myself, understanding what was holding me back from getting through life. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, I and I think there's always moments to trigger. I think, isn't there? The, these um, epiphany—I'd call them epiphanies—but I suppose the pandemic was that for you. Suddenly, we all—I suppose everyone, everyone really—I suppose we all lost our um, day-to-day job work. We, you know, it was all kind of cut back, or some of us stayed at home, and it was—I suppose so different that so you couldn't avoid yourself. Really, I think yeah. that's isn't that the? <laughs> yeah, we had to yeah, face ourselves. For sure. Yeah, that was that was the catalyst. Really, it was like ooh. Here I am. I've been avoiding myself for the past very long time, my whole life. So, well, <laughs> let's go. Let's go and do it. Yeah, absolutely. And I love how um, you, you know, you took that. I think it's a lot of people get stuck for that, for that, I suppose, second and kind of go, okay, what, what do I like? What am I good at? But I love how you kind of, I suppose, nutrition came up for you and you went, okay, I like this. Let me try this. Yeah, yeah. That was that was it. You know, and I think. That is kind of. I would say that it was uh, is a little bit of a gift of mine that I do sort of just trust that intuition, and I'm like, I don't need to know the full story. I don't need to know exactly every single step. I'm just gonna take this first step and see where that leads me. And obviously, it was the very right step, and it led me to this. It led me to finding my purpose and and creating this life that I have dreamt about. You know. And I feel so blessed that all I had to do was just take that little intuitive nudge, listen to the nudge and, and take action on it. And I was like, oh, here we are. <laughs> well, this is it. And you've been doing amazing so far. So I suppose the coaching then as well. When did you first start up, we'll say the coaching? Or when did you feel ready? And how has that journey been like so far? Yeah, so that was about two years ago now, really, um, that I kind of, delve into the proper coaching world um, it's a journey it's been a process of learning because as a coach you you know you have to show up for clients but the real work is actually to, is doing the work on yourself so that you can really meet you know I they say that you can't meet someone and you can't meet someone who haven't fully met themselves so you really have to meet yourself at your depth in order to coach someone else and meet them in their depth and yes. see where they're at. But, yeah, I can't remember exactly the question, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah, so I suppose, I know you do a lot of, like, um, womb healing work and things like that, but what do you feel like has been most effective or what are, like, some of the modalities, I suppose, for everyone listening in, maybe they're curious, what are the, the healing modalities that you like to work with? Yeah, so to me, it's it's more about helping women really tune in physical body uh, somatically. So I find meditation guiding them through like a meditation to tune in with their body and listen to to like the subtleness of it because you know we often focus a lot on mindset which is such a beautiful thing I, you know mindset is so needed but sometimes we often bypass a lot of actually what's going on in our body you know we think we'll just change this negative thought to a positive positive thought but it's like let's go deeper into that negative thought like where has that come from you know because once you heal the root then it goes 
know, exactly. to worry about because mindset, you know, can often be exhausting. Well, this is it, <laughs> actually. Trying to always change your thoughts. It's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Well, this is it. I think it's so true. You have sometimes you just have to get to the root of, of every problem. Otherwise, yeah, it's like um, so I would say it's like it's like pruning back a bush. It'll keep growing back, but if you actually get to the root, yeah. you can take that bush out. Yeah. Of there. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, funny pull, funny pull example, but like yeah, absolutely. Pull it from the root. Pull it the weeds. You know, rather than just trimming the weeds constantly, they just keep growing and growing and growing. It's a great analogy, right? And then just get it from the root and just like pull it out. And <laughs> get right in there. I think so. This is this is exactly it. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. totally, yeah. totally agree. Um, it's it's really you no. Know, you know what? It's fascinating when you think about it. I think so yeah. many people go through different traumas, and they don't leave the body. They do linger and they do stay. And we tend to kind of yeah. push past them. But what have you seen? I know you do a lot of trauma healing as well. What has the yeah. feedback been? I suppose yeah. like for clients, or what are they kind of finding as they dive into this? Yeah, so they find that going into the body, getting out of the mind and into the body is kind of a scary process, but also the most beautiful process because we as humans spend so much time in the mind, in the thoughts, in the chaos, whereas when we get into the body and we find safety in the body and to really go in and kind of go back to the trauma but from a safe space from a space that's ah actually I can now feel this emotion that I couldn't feel back then or I can really meet this in child of mine that I have ignored and who would actually my inner child is actually hurting quite deeply and she just really wants love and from there is where you find true self-love. You know, you can say all of the affirmations that you want. I love myself. I am amazing. I am beautiful. But if you don't heal the root of that, why don't you love yourself, you know? And really tune in and tap into that inner child. And when you connect with her, then you really start to love yourself. Because, you know, we, we say, like, how you treat really want to treat yourself like a child treat yourself like you would a two-year-old who you would see you know oh my gosh would you say all the horrible things that you're saying to yourself to another to a child no you wouldn't you know i actually i love that i i totally agree with you on that sometimes when you i think you put yourself into the third person perspective and kind of like yeah i suppose put that place that inner child will say nearly outside of yourself to understand how we behave with ourselves is totally different how we behave with others it's, yeah. it's scary yeah yeah and it's a really beautiful beautiful journey to witness that actually because what my clients experience on the other end is, is pureness it's, it's this wholeness within them that I feel I feel lighter because we believe something you know not just on a mindset level but, but energetically physically they're releasing something and coming back to the course most abundant, most worthy, most loving version of themselves, you know, and that's that's the beauty of it, really. Well, this is exactly it. I know, as you said, it you know it takes it's a, it's a while for this process, I suppose, to transpose. But yeah. how long would you say? We'll say I know you yeah. do you know, coaching sessions and things like that. But what do you recommend for people? Yeah. 
at the beginning, I suppose, if there's anyone listening in, maybe yeah. and they're curious and they're not sure where to start, yeah. what would your... Yeah. Yeah, so do you mean like a coaching sort of... Yeah, like it, yeah, like what do you recommend for people? We'll say maybe they want to pro, maybe they want to dive in, dive in deep and have a look and see yeah. what's coming up for them. Like yeah. that process, yeah. I suppose it does. I think it's amazing when you have a coach to go with that, th- go um, through that with yeah. you because it's it can be incredibly vulnerable and people need mm. someone to hold space. Yeah, space holding. You know, our nervous systems correlate with each other. You know that's that's probably the deepest healing that you're ever going to do is actually with another human being holding space and really seeing you and feeling you and I would definitely you know I have had coaching myself a lot (laughs) and it's been the best thing because just to feel seen and supported because often we go to our families or we friends we talk about things they don't really get it or fully understand they try and give you advice and you know that they have your best interests at heart but not you know and you can do things by yourself you can journal you can meditate which are all beautiful practices but if you really 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 want to do this work and go deeper into it then yes getting having support and guidance and someone to really see you and also put a different perspective on things and show you these tools and exercises because I also believe like you know we we're all here to be of service of each other. We're all here to help each other out. You know, we're all on different parts of our journeys, and it's such a beautiful like community that we that we need to to rise each other up and to heal each other. So yeah, like working with a coach either one on one or in a group setting. But I would say at the start of your journey, it's really nice to work one to one. Like that just feels safe. You know, it feels safe. You feel held. You feel supported. Um, and how long it would take, it depends on on your journey. It could take, you know, a couple of weeks, or you might need longer. You might need three months. Like I found the most, my very first coach that I ever had. We worked together for three months, and it was so perfect, and it was just ugh, like just such a good experience for me, you know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely, totally would agree with that. It's mm-hmm. funny. I've just got a message in from Rachel, listening in the line. Um, she said really really enjoying the show this evening um, Brigida has such a relaxing voice she just wants to know what is that like how is it I'm calling it out here but how has your journey been in terms of did you find like you're going up some days then down some other days or what has that been like Have you? do you feel like you've evened out at a medium emotional state yeah, right now? yeah that is a great great question it, you know we, we have this idea of healing of you know becoming our best selves that it's just going to be up 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 better and better and better and better but i actually found like at the start it was very beautiful it was like up i was like wow this is amazing i feel so in tune with my higher self and then it like comes crashing down and i was like what this isn't this isn't meant to happen but the reason we come crashing down is really to learn more to hold ourselves deeper in our emotions to hold ourselves deeper in some of the things that we're going through. So it is an up and down journey. You know, I would say it definitely does eventually kind of not so up and down, technically up and down, but a more slow up and down. But um, it's 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 learning that you're not always going to be feeling 100% all of the time. 
And the biggest thing that I've learned and that I now really dive deep into is teaching people how to be in the, the down, you know, and hold themselves through that and really just be with that part of themselves. So it's not like doesn't have to drag you down into the depths. You're just like, okay, I, I feel kind of slow today. That's okay. I'm a human. <laughs> You know? Yeah, well, this this is exactly it, and I think it takes a while to um, mm. to yeah mm. to, to I suppose integrate that new learning, integrate yeah. those new emotions, yeah. those new, new feelings about self. What advice would you have maybe to anyone listening in, maybe that's nervous about reaching out um, to a coach or a coach like yourself? What would your advice be? I suppose I know a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable, yeah. but if you have any tips, I suppose yeah. on how how to be vulnerable in a way that's I suppose safe and comfortable. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's being vulnerable is it's painful it's it's like whoa it makes you feel all horrible inside so reaching out like I would say first get a feel into who you want to work with you know and just, and it's, you know to dibble your toes in because obviously your nervous system as well is going to be a little bit like dysregulated and it's going to be uncomfortable to reach out or to be vulnerable but if you can take that first little step even and just you know recognize you know what, I'm feeling vulnerable right now. You know what, my nervous system probably is a little bit dysregulated and that's kind of part of the process. It's not going to be maybe fully comfortable to be in that vulnerable space. But also, if you if you feel very drawn to a particular person, maybe logically it might not make sense, but just your body is like, I really feel like reaching out to this person. Just that. Learn to, to, to trust, trust that intuition and just reach out you know because you're worthy of it that's what I say absolutely uh, well absolutely and it's funny with that now we're going to go to uh, we're going to have a, a we're going to play a song um, request that came in from yeah. Yvonne listening in emote if you want to stay on the line Brigida um, I think you'll love this one as well yeah. this one's called a bird song yeah. have you heard of um, Emma Langford Emma Langford. I do know the name. How do I know that? Yeah, name? Be- fantastic Irish artist. Um, and this is a yeah. lovely song she released um, not so long ago called Bird Song. But I think it's right on point with what we've been talking about. So I think oh, you'll love yeah. this. So definitely do stay on the line because we have Yay. so much more guys to, de- to dive into. Um, <laughs> I'm so super excited to chat all about this. Yes, you are tuned to 94.6. I'm here at Begrida O'Reilly and we're talking all about her alternative and holistic health service that she provides. Brigitte, can you still hear me? I can, yes. Um, (laughs) Well, I had a few people message in actually over the break and uh, someone, yeah, someone asking about, they were checking out your profile. They want to to know about the sisterhood wound that you've been talking about. Or can you explain? Yeah, can you explain? So that question comes in from Ella listening in. Good evening, Ella. Of course. (laughs) Hello, Ella. <laughs> oh my God, yes, the sisterhood wound. So, <laughs> we as women, we, I, this is just my personal experience, but I know this is a very collective theme that we feel. I might stop you for one second if you can move a little bit closer to the phone. Just oh, having a little bit yes. of, if that'll be okay. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Could be, could be, could be the, uh, the wind. <laughs> I was just gonna, I know, isn't okay. it? We've all extreme weathers over here at the moment now. It's raining and it's cold. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So, yes, the sisterhood wound. That is from my personal experience. I know it's a very collective 
theme that we feel very threatened by the women. We feel very intimidated. You know, when you go into a group of women and you're like, oh, God, I don't want to talk to anybody. Oh, God. We feel we're in competition with each other quite a lot. You know, we don't, especially when men come into the, into the picture, we, you know, there's sometimes with other women, there's this, like, tension. You know, we look at another woman like, oh, God, she looks amazing. I'm super triggered by her. You know, we find that we often get triggered by other women. And this is this wound, this collective wound, that we should not really be, be friends with each other. That, you know, I think it comes from this, uh, this powerful men, you know, system that we are run by. You know, they've kind of almost, I feel maybe that they've... Absolutely. Kind of a little bit, you know? Yeah, and, I think I so. Think it's, it's very common, the, I think... Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, (laughs) I think we have a slight delay on the line, but I was going to say, where do you think that, when do you think that begins? Is it in school or what triggers that, I suppose, or those envious, like those envious emotions or those jealous emotions? For each woman, I know, I suppose it's different, but what what do you think? Is it the talk of maybe adults around us, maybe not realising the power of what they're saying, planting ideas in, in the yeah, minds of yeah. maybe they're looking at their parents. I, I know it's true, so true. Monkey see, yeah. monkey do. But yeah. I'm wondering, when do, you, when do you feel, or what's your feedback feedback been like from clients in terms of where do they see themselves picking up those um, thought patterns yeah. or those thought frames? Where are they, where, when are the events, I suppose, that cause that? Yeah, I think it's been around for generations. Um, and we just kind of embodied that, but I think it's the overall, like, feminine wound that us women are so suppressed. We're so suppressed in our intuition, in our voice. We're told to be quiet and just, you know, be a good little girl and don't rebel, you know, and just, you know, kind of be less than. Don't be too much. You know, don't be too extravagant. Don't be too sexy. You know? And I think we've then taken this so far that we've kind of not not really enjoyed each other's company as women because we're we've kind of just put in this box to stay in the box and I think that's kind of where it stems from and yeah definitely from childhood definitely from childhood <laughs> most things stem from childhood what you learn the school system I mean the whole world is is masculine we live in a masculine world I, I t- totally, totally agree with you. I think it is. <laughs> it's incredibly. It's all about the mind. It's all about go, 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 do, 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 do. And even though I'm yeah, saying that, I'm also yeah. realizing I am a hypocrite because I'm all the time do, do, do. But I like. I think yeah. it's it's remi- reminding. Sometimes you have to sit down and talk to yourself and be like, pull back, because we have yeah. this tendency to be like to to try and be robots, and it's not possible all of the time. We can't be pushing ourselves to yeah. our limits. I want to ask you something um, that I'm particularly fascinated by. But um, I know it's 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 very it's talked an awful lot about actually in the the mindset community and the hustle culture. Yeah. This hustle culture, yeah. which is yeah. so toxic, and I think it it I suppose when you're in your teen years, that's when it really gets implanted in you. I find is in your teen years. It's, it's it, if it gets and it here's the thing: we need to hustle sometimes, I suppose, to achieve certain things that we want to achieve, and we have yeah. to put in the action. 
but when is but sometimes I think we push ourselves too far and I want to talk to you about that because I know a lot of people hit burnout and that's probably I'd say what you see a lot of clients coming with maybe is burnout and issues where they, they just maybe they're creatively burnt out or maybe they're physically burnt out they just haven't got that energy and excitement maybe that they had maybe that zest for life that they once had or even they don't maybe they don't necessarily know where to start when it comes to hobbies because all they've done is focused on work but what would your advice be to those people yeah so I would say really connect back with your feminine essence because this is really where you're in your wound match you know you're you're focusing on do 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 you're trying to keep up with the world whereas actually forgetting about your core self which is your feminine is for women specifically by the way um, you know, we live in this, if I, I only feel worthy if I achieve X, Y, and Z, therefore I need to do and do and do and do, and therefore I am burnt out. And the more I do means that the more money I make or the harder I work, the better I'll be. And I need to be productive all of the time. If, I, if I'm not productive, there's something wrong with me or, you know, I'm lazy or, you know, and it's like, no. No, no, no. Slow and intentional is the new hustle. <laughs> I love, I haven't heard, slow and intentional is the new hustle. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it taps back in to with our feminine, with our slowness, and come back to this place of self-worth. I just am worthy. I am worthy in being in my feminine essence. I can just do things how I desire to do them and it doesn't have to be intellect to wish it you know I think so and I've t- heard a lot of people talk um, I remember actually when I once had a coach before a fitness coach and I remember he said like he's like you know it's the mind that breaks before the body and he was all like you, know, you need to you know you need to push past that and I'm there realised uh, it's funny like at the time I was there like oh my god yes I have to beat them and then I, I suddenly realised yeah. it, it just dawned on me like you know, our bodies, the amount of pain and suffering sometimes we inflict yeah. on our bodies is insane. And I do think while I agree with a lot of, you know, it's important to exercise, it's important to eat healthy. Yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, like I look at my grandparents and my grand would have been someone who milked 30 cows a day, three times a day on her own. And she looked after the kids. She did all the cooking and mm-hmm. other various farm chores and things like that. And in the end, like she ended up with osteoporosis she ended up with, with all yeah. these different parkinson's disease, like like so many things two knee re- two knee replacements like and again like she would have walked 6 miles a day she's very very fit um but like everyone else would have thought oh my god like she you know she's so active she's out and about she's exercising all the time you know doing strength training lifting all those things but yet she ended up I suppose yeah. her body body caved. Like it's it's fascinating, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Overgiving. Yeah. Overgiving. Doing too much. We need to tune back into our our body. You know, I like I exercise. You know, I do a workout today. I walk. I eat really healthy, but I'm like rest. Yeah. And I listen. If I don't, if I if just if my bowls say that I need to exercise on Wednesday and Friday and Monday, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> My body, you know, depends on your cycle, your monthly cycle as a woman, where you are. There's so much there that we need to tap into and really just tune back in. Tune back in. I think so. Yeah, I totally agree because we're so disconnected um, from our bodies. And I think 
I know for people maybe who went through different maybe eating disorders and things like that, I know they really struggle with this. And I have personal experience in this. I think struggling to know when you're hungry, when you're full, when you need to eat, all those natural urges through through the mind and things. I think I think we damage that connection. Um, and I think it can be really difficult for people to get, you know, to ease back into that and to, to be able to feel sensations in their body. Do you find you have many people coming yeah. to you maybe and they're not aware of sensations? I was talking to actually a yoga teacher the other day um, and she's amazing. Yeah. But because maybe she she would have grown up and she would have been very much a perfectionist and she put a lot of pressure on herself. She loved martial arts. And while martial arts was good for her with discipline, um, she has a tendency to overdo it and because she's always overdone it she doesn't necessarily feel pain in her body so she went to a chiropractor recently and he was like oh my god you've done you've done too much too much exercise too much that you're you know you've, you've actually affect you've actually your spine alignment has gone out she's like what no to everybody else she's the picture of health she's very flexible she can do everything um but she's damn she's you know she's struggling now with her spine so it's insane i think there's a there's a fair line for the balance where do you think is the balance Brigida yeah yeah so I think I mean the main work that I do is, is kind of bringing women back into their body and somatically so I don't know if balance is even what I would call it it's just a, a pure a pure listening a pure listening because your, your body is so intelligent you know and again as we were talking about the sort of tapping into the sensations of the body which is really what I go deep into as well just really when you get to that place that you can just listen and you're not always going to get it right you know <laughs> you're not always going to get it right and I don't get it right and that's fine but being okay with not always getting it right this is but it also, I don't think anybody gets it right is <laughs> my personal no, opinion not at all I'm trying to figure it out we're all humans trying to figure it out so first exactly. of all <laughs> that is one thing <laughs> but also just once you're in tune with your body, your body will just know. It will know, I, you know what, I need to work out today, I need to do this. Or actually, I'm feeling this sensation, this impulse in the intuition. Your intuition is so strong, especially as women. We are very powerful beings. We have very powerful tools just in our body alone. That tell us exactly where we need to go, exactly what we need to do, exactly what we need to eat. Um, we don't need to follow anything even balance is found in the body right absolutely it's found yeah that's what it is really listening tuning into your innate intelligence that we all have the ability every single one of us has the ability to tap into that is beautiful. I think I think it, it's powerful. It really, really is powerful connecting back yeah. to the body. It brings in a sense of, yeah. you feel, I think realness is the word that comes to mind. Like you feel real again. Yeah. I think a lot of times we feel like yeah. we're kind of caught in this identity. Um, I think yeah. it brings it back. It brings you right back to, to peace. And I think really at the, at the end of the day, we're all seeking peace and happiness. And it definitely cannot be found outside of ourselves. I definitely believe it's within. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's, it's coming back to your authentic self, you know? And your authentic self is emotional, is sensual, is intuitive, is powerful, is worthy, you know? And when you get back to that state, it's just... It just gets easier. I <laughs> think... not search anymore. <laughs> I, this is it. Like, I often said, you know, I could be in all these exotic places, but sometimes I'm just happy 
like sitting in the garden on the swing with the cat on my lap. Like yeah. it just it's sometimes it's 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 so much more simple than we make it out to be and we think that if we do all these things and go all these places that we'll yeah. be happy but sometimes you're just yeah again yeah. you have these lovely cacao um posts yeah. as well. I love them. Yeah. But for everyone listening in and they want to maybe get in contact with you um and maybe book a coaching call or how, I suppose social media mm. platforms where can we yeah where where are you available? Yeah, so my main thing is Instagram. I love Instagram. Um, so you can find me, Bridget O'Reilly. So B-R-I-G-I-T-T-E underscore O'Reilly underscore. Um, and there you will click the link in my like description. And you can get up my website. And you can get up my podcast. I also have a podcast. Um that's where you find me really that's that's the basics of it you can send me a message on Instagram which is I just find that that's where I thrive um, and my email and everything as well it's also on my website amazing so you've instagram and you've a very cool podcast as well so guys definitely do listen to that you give some amazing tips is there anything else maybe you want to is there a message you'd like to send out for anyone listening in this evening is there a final message Uh, (laughs) or actually i want to ask you as well (laughs) while you're pondering on that i actually want to ask you and i ask everybody who usually comes on the show but in your own from your own perspective where do you believe inspiration comes from Inspiration. That's a good question. I want to say your like womb space, your intuition. <laughs> but it can also be bounced off of the people as well. So when you're in a thriving conversation with someone who you feel like connected to. Beautiful. You know, I would say those two things. I love that. It's funny. I ask everybody that question on the show, and I never get two answers that are the same. <laughs> like honestly every that. answer is different everyone loves the beauty of it isn't it it really is it's, it's so special and it's been so beautiful to talk to you this evening you're a breath of fresh air um you just you re- you can feel you can feel the peace within you actually as you as you t- for, i'd say for anyone that's singing as well they can feel that you're just you're in peace you're in happiness you're in bliss you can genuinely yeah. feel it that you you know you've got this yeah. isn't it i think that that's the thing i suppose we all have to say to ourselves at some point as well i think it's important we might be confused we might have moments of all sorts but yeah. i think to be able to turn around and say actually i've got this mm-hmm. oh 100 there's times where i'm like i'm so confused i'm doubting everything but i'm like hey trust actually that's the message for my for my uh my message of the day is just Trust. The hardest thing to do, trust. Just trust yourself. Trust your intuition. You do have this. Do yeah. have this. I love it. Oh, that's been amazing. And mm-hmm. and listen, I hope the wind eases down. Um, or as yeah, I say, you can enjoy. The, I suppose you can enjoy the. You can enjoy the spirit of the wind. Um, it sounds. Yeah, I'd say it's like beautiful the over there. Is, <laughs> the divine feminine is just expressing her wild woman, and I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, love it. I love your perspective I feel like when you adapt all these new modality life is quite magical isn't it really you don't look at anything really as, as mundane you kind of look at things and go that's just the magic of it like you just kind of have a different it really is what they would say I, I love them um, the Tao uh, Wayne Dyer I suppose when he says yeah. it's it's that shift moment 
um, yeah. where yeah you just look at everything's just different I watched an amazing movie for anyone to sing in um, it's I, I don't know if you've seen it Brigida it is I think it was it's a sequel to The Secret but it's like a movie I'm trying to think I think that's what it's called but it was actually beautiful I watched it last night and I thought oh, okay that's amazing mm. I, wa- I didn't gel that well with the secret itself the, the, the other movie yeah. or it was like it was kind of like a documentary yeah. um, but there was a beautiful movie and I feel like it just yeah it was just the icing on the cake it just hit every point quite right so definitely that's my recommendation oh, cool. for anyone listening in maybe check out that movie but it's been so lovely to talk to you I can't believe the time has absolutely flown we've only four minutes left on the show I'm t- oh thank you it's such a pleasure thank you